Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Hey, girl, hey! Welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. So here's the deal. I have a two-hour talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show, Monday through Friday that's available live from 8 to 10 a.m. EST and then available for download to listen to whenever you want. But it's a subscription-based radio show. Hey, running a live radio show ain't cheap, honey. I do, however, realize that some people can't or simply don't want to pay for content, so... Here's a little bite of what I'm all about for you to nibble on. I hope you love it. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome to another episode of Taste of Taylor, your weekly podcast. So this week, I'm pulling a clip that actually just recently happened on the show. Serena Williams. Just two words, one name, all the drama and the scandy in the world. I'm not usually a huge sports fan, but there's something about tennis that I just love. Maybe it's the fact that Rolex sponsors them or the fact that women are actually almost paid as much as men in the sport, which makes it, I guess, in my mind, the most equal of all professional sports for women. So I've got to give props to that. Plus, I grew up playing tennis and I'm a snotty bitch. So of course I like tennis. And the outfits are cute. (laughs) But anyway, so not a huge fan of sports, but I got super sucked into Serena Williams' story. I don't know if you've seen it, but you should watch it. It's called Being Serena. It's an HBO docuseries on Serena Williams. And it basically chronicles, at least through her words and story, from the time that she got pregnant when she won the Australian Open to basically her going through the pregnancy, delivering the baby, almost dying, getting married, and trying to get her game back and trying to get her ranking back. And it's really beautiful, and I highly recommend watching it. And so I watched it with my girlfriend, Taylor, and then we actually were so inspired just by everything that it represented that we spent $400 a piece, not within our budget, but you know what that's what credit cards are for, to go to the actual U.S. Open, and we made sure, damn well sure, to see Serena. So we didn't see the most recent match with Serena, but we saw uh, Nadal play, and this is before he lost OBS, and then we saw Serena play, and watching her play, it was like, it was so exciting, but it was also torturous, because I was so rooting for her. Like, I can't really ever remember a time that I was so rooting for a specific athlete, like in my entire life. So I was really like there for it. And I really wanted her to win the U.S. Open for a couple reasons. I wanted her to win because I felt like what she was doing and what was represented in her HBO documentary was just so overwhelmingly feminist. And it was all about 
female empowerment, but mostly it was about, it really struck a chord with me because it was really about her standing up for working mothers. And I'm not a mom, but I have a lot of friends who are working moms and I love them and I respect what they do. And I have a mother, <laughs> shocker, because I'm, you know, born. <laughs> and I love my mom, I respect her. And I just, I was so here for everything she stood for. And then the final match of the Women's U.S. Open happened. And it was a shit show. And, you know, it's very controversial and a lot of debating going on. And I really feel it's almost genderless. Like, women are pissed at Serena. Men are for Serena. It's really... And, and, and I, I was actually with friends on Saturday when the match went down. We missed the match, which kind of now, thank God. Of course, I watched the highlights. But it really was like such a debate amongst everybody at this party that we were at. And then... Of course, I would be remiss not to discuss it on the radio show. So this clip is basically a massive debate between myself, my Monday co-host, Sean Kilby, and then Hannah Burner. She actually does a segment for the show called Millennial Mayhem. And she's like, she works for Betches, and so she's our millennial insider, and she gives us insight. But actually, Hannah also happens to be, um, I, I mean, I'm not going to say she's a pro tennis player, because she's not, girl. But she really, she knows the game. She, I think she might have even played in college at like a very high level. The girl knows tennis. So the three of us got into this, you know, massive debate about Serena Williams and her behavior and what went down and our feelings on it. And uh, I got, I said lots of F words a lots of times. So it got pretty heated. I thought the different perspectives were fascinating. So uh, here you go. Take a listen. Hey, girl. Hey, it's time to talk about one of our amazing sponsors, Teamy Blends. I love Teamy. So, man, ever since I started taking my Teamy, I'm telling you, not to get too graphic, but, well, the bloating's gone down. That's what I can tell you. That's not graphic. But let me tell you, I am regular. Um, I wasn't so regular, and I'm sorry. I'm just going to be honest. Pooping was uncomfortable for me. But now, thanks to Teamy, I'm like, I'm feeling like what how a normal person should feel when they have a bowel movement. It's so liberating. <laughs> I love their 30-day program. It's easy and the best thing everyone can do it, no matter their fitness level. I mean, girl, look at me. All you have to do is drink your teamy skinny in the morning, okay? It's like, and it also energizes you. It tastes good. And then drink the colon cleanse every other night. That's it. Super easy. Just by adding this into your routine, you're going to automatically start getting rid of the toxins that are holding your body back from naturally digesting and metabolizing. Hence, the better poops and, and the lack of bloat in my tummy. And because everybody has eaten pizza, donuts, cheat meals, hello, welcome to my weekends. We're all human beings, but I bet you didn't know that the leftover toxins from these foods stay in your colon for years. I didn't realize this either until I read about it. I was freaked out. Everyone holds about 10 to 15 pounds of these toxins in their colon. Gross, which causes you to bloat, have low energy, low metabolism, and have issues losing weight. Hello, welcome to my life before Timmy. Anyway, when you remove these toxins from your body, you're going to actually feel so much better, and you're going to get rid of that bloating and the toxins, feeling so much more energetic, and your body can actually, oh, I don't know, lose the weight it should naturally be losing. So this is not just weight loss. This is for your health. You're going to feel so much better by adding this two-step program into your lifestyle. I know I do. I'm telling you, regular bowel movements, not to be TMI, and then also the bloating's going down. And I feel like I can finally accomplish the weight goals that I've been so struggling to accomplish. No wonder I got all this toxins and my colon holding me back, but not anymore. So if you want to join the club with me, I'm telling you right now, go to teamyblends.com. 
and use code TAILORS. Yes, that's T-A-Y-L-O-R-S for 15% off any order. Again, go to teamyblends.com. Again, that's T-E-A-M-I.com and use my code TAILORS, T-A-Y-L-O-R-S for 15% off any order. And now back to the podcast. Did you see the most painful game in the history of tennis? Because I did. Not sure if you did. I actually didn't watch it live. And Taylor, my girlfriend, and I were at our friend's friend's child's second birthday. And we knew we were going to miss it. And we were really upset about missing it. But honestly, after all was said and done and we watched the highlights, Taylor said to me, I'm actually really happy that we didn't watch it live. Because I think I would have been like crying and really upset and like throwing shit against the wall in frustration for Serena. So anyway, the, 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 Everyone's split on this. Are you team Serena? Are you team uh, Naomi Osaka? I don't really think that that needs to be what the teams are, though, because Serena was, you know, she, maybe she was her behavior was disruptive, but she did give a hug to Naomi at the end. Serena was not mad, let's be clear, at her opponent who beat her. She was mad at the ref, who was basically umpire, whatever you want to call him, who was calling such strict and brutal calls that everybody in the tennis industry was throwing their hands up in the air like, oh, literally. That's a Nelly reference if you want to sing it, a song. <laughs> you, uh, 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 let me hear now. Uh-oh, what's happening now? now? Literally. I mean, that should be the fucking theme song to what went down at the Women's U.S. Open Finals. Uh-huh. Nelly was not there. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 if he was, it would be good. They should have just kept playing that song on loop. Anyway, a lot of shit went down, and people were booing, which is the worst thing you can do in the world, and Serena was saying to stop. But now all the details are kind of getting mixed together, and it's very easy for Serena to look like a, a John McEnroe-esque brat. Yeah. Uh, but the question is, was Serena nuts or not for getting upset at the ump for the calls that he was calling? I'm going to stay very firmly right here, right off the bat. I do not believe that she was nuts. My girlfriend and I, we're obviously, uh, we're feminists because we're lesbians. Let's be real. Right. We ha- how, can you, how can you not how can you be? not be? I mean, I don't understand how women feel they can't be feminists. You are a woman. You don't believe in equal rights for women and men. No? Okay, that's confusing. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? Yeah. Kim Kardashian, that's cool. I know you, I know you retracted, but bitch, you still said you didn't want to be a feminist, which is insane to me. Um, but when you are a lesbian, mm. you are automatically a feminist. Hello. You have to be. You have to it's be. It's called survival. I, and I think Serena is a feminist icon, by the way. Yeah. I think she certainly is. She absolutely is. So I feel like she was not nuts for getting as mad as she got and as emotional as she got. It is a shame. Tis a shame. Tis a shame. That she went down like this. But I will say that I'm, I'm hoping there's a part of me that's hoping that because she went down in flames and it was, it was such a bad way to go down, there's no chance where Serena will retire after a moment like this. In a oh. moment like this. Also, coming back. Some people wait a lifetime. No, they don't. They never want no, this to happen in their lifetime. Well, first of all, she's won like 25 of these things. Yeah. So she, this thing has happened many times for her. Here's the issue, though. And I understand that perspective. Like, pass the torch. Nicki Minaj, right? I mean, like the way Nicki is with Cardi B. We were just uh-huh. talking about that. Pass the torch to Osaka. You know, why not, girl? It's her turn. It's her, her time. Here's the thing. You gotta watch this HBO special on Serena. It's called Being Serena. And Tay and I watched it. So we were last a couple weeks ago, we were at her sister's apartment, my girlfriend. And we were watching the Serena Venus match. And it was amazing. And then my Tay said, I've never been to the US Open. I wanna go. And I said, Let's go. Let's spend four hundred dollars a piece on tickets. Cause you know what? We can't afford that. So let's do it. It's called credit card debt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, Lisa it is. Lisa will pay for it. De- 
Yeah, no, American Express, sponsored by American oh, Express. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you right? spend $100, wait, then wait, they give you 20 wait, back. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. When American Express sponsors something, doesn't that mean that it's like for free? I think they're, like, they're sponsoring <laughs> you to go. Right. They're just going to forgive that credit card debt. Same with the Rolex, right? Rolex sponsors the US Open. That was like, you get a free Rolex, right? Did you get it? Did you not pick up? I just up took your... one when I was there. Yeah, okay, good. good, good. <laughs> So anyway, um, so we went and we got to see Nadal play and then Serena. And she won. And it was amazing. And I've never rooted so hard for an athlete in my entire life because – Oh, oh, I'm sorry. So we watched Venus, then we got the tickets, and then we binge-watched the, the Being Serena on HBO. And so to be that invested emotionally was so amazing. And it was all about how she – Got pregnant by accident. Okay, it was not planned. She was in. She was engaged. She was not married. She was also at the prime of her career. She was. She was number one. She. She was pregnant when she won the Australian Open. No one knew. She knew. No one knew. So for her, coming back and regaining her status, her title, her ranking was very of, of was the utmost importance to her because of the fact that professional sports in general don't really tend to. There's a lot of. Um, uh, inequality within genders in, in sports. As we know, tennis happens to be one of the only sports where women are as well paid and received as their male counterparts, wouldn't you say? Oh, it's close. They're certainly the, the best paid athletes among women. Yes. Of any sport. Of any sport. Yeah. It might not be dead even with men, but it's... it's no, it's, it's not dead even. They probably should be... She should be making more close. money than she does, probably. Probably, but, but pretty darn close. Yeah. So, but what she said is that she realized in her pregnancy and then delivering the baby and then in, in her, you know, I mean, recovery, and she also had a C-section and it was... She almost died from blood clots. It was like a whole thing. But she said it's so unfair that there's no ranking protection. Like, I don't expect to come back number one after taking in like a, a year or whatever it is off, but... I don't expect to be dead last in my ranking, which I think she was essentially. And she said, I basically am coming back into the sport that has been my life for so long in the same ranking position as somebody who was basically punished for failing a drug test. Yeah. And that's not fair. And ranking protection needs to be a thing. But what I'm doing right now is I'm coming back now as a woman, as a, as a minority, as a mother, right? And I'm fighting for women's rights and I'm fighting for the rights of women of working moms is essentially her message. Right. And I was like, who raw fuck? Yeah. I am so behind that. Right. How can you not be? So I'm rooting for her the whole way. So then she gets this, you know, and also we have to take into account to ageism is a thing. And that's not even, it's not even um, a choice. It's just a reality. Like the body of a, 20-something-year-old is more fit than that of a 30-something-year-old, especially after having a fucking baby. And she was having a hard time losing the baby weight. She was probably suffering from a little bit of hormonal issues post-baby, maybe some postpartum. You know, it was like a lot on her. It's yeah. hard to recover from. And a lot of women can get, you can go back because maybe your mind is your job, but her body and her mind is her job. And she is so, God, tennis is so physical, but it's so psychological. So that's where I, so th that's my explanation leading up to why I support Serena. So going to, of course, I wanted her to win. It's not that I'm against Naomi Osaka. I just want Serena to win. She represents all working moms to me. I want her to win. Because she is that beacon of hope for women. It's like you, and even her coach said to her, you can't do it all. You can't do it all. That's my French accent. You can't do it all. You cannot do it all. can do it all. There we go. You cannot do it all. Is he yeah? doing like the <laughs> No, no, I mean, is she Mom doing, was he doing the, like, I'm, I'm motivating you by telling you what you can't do thing? Or was he yeah, really a little bit. Well, he said you, you can't have it all. So pick, like you gotta, 
are you all mommy? Are you all tennis? And she was, you know, he made her stop breastfeeding because she was not losing the weight because she was breastfeeding. Because huh. she has to have, like, the body of a man, you know? Like, the testosterone levels. So when you're doing feminine things naturally, of course your body's going to be pumping out estrogen like fucking whoa. Anyway, I was rooting for her and the way shit went down. At first when I saw the videos, I thought, oh, Serena, no. Because she's known to, like, lose her shit. A little bit like John McEnroe style. A little bit. Okay? But it's also worse because she's a woman, which is fucking sexism and it's unfair. So... When I first saw the clip, I was mad. Just a short highlight. But then when I went back and watched like the 14-minute like cut together, like her yelling at the ump and the reason why the, why the referee was calling her and he literally penalizing her entire games. An entire game. Games. An entire game in, a, in the second set where she lost the first set. Are you fucking kidding me? Bro. Punishment does not fit the crime, you little fucking pussy bitch. I'm so mad. So anyway, I think she was not nuts for... <sighs> for feeling emotional, okay? Do I love the way she handled it? No, but at the same time, when you see it all together, it's not as egregious as it seems in just like the small, small highlights. So anyway, I think I'm going to have to go with not nuts. I am team Serena. That does not mean I am anti-Naomi, okay? I don't believe in booing. Serena didn't make the audience boo. The audience booed. I believe the audience was ultimately booing the ref because he walked off and that's when they started to boo. And yes, Naomi was crying because she's young and she was overwhelmed with emotion and she was playing her role model and then it was it went down such an ugly way. But like that was stolen by the ref as far as I'm concerned. The moment was stolen by the ref? Naomi's moment wasn't stolen by Serena. It was stolen by the ref. Oh, I couldn't disagree more. Okay, so there we go. So I say she's not nuts. You say she's nuts. What do you guys think? 844-825-5367. Melissa in Pittsburgh. Hey, girl. Hey. Hi, guys. How are you? Good morning. Good, good morning, girly. Good. Um, and she's not. She, you know, listen, I actually kind of agree. She really with ripped the Band-Aid off there, that. Melissa. Um, <laughs> she's not. She I mean, I, actually, I don't want to use the word nuts, but yeah, she's not. Well, you have um, to because we're playing I, nuts or not. Play nuts or not, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's not on you. It's okay. <laughs> I actually agree with everything you said, and maybe I need to watch the 14-minute clip, but First and foremost, I could give two shits about tennis. I really could. Okay, well, but I, I give all the shits for some reason. <laughs> okay, I mean, like, I, I, get, I got caught up in her story, though. Like, I have two young kids. My youngest is 18 months old. I'm personally juggling, like, going, you know, like, being a mom, being a wife, trying to work on my career. Like, I'm juggling that, too. So she has such a fairy tale story, and it was literally by her hard work, was laid out in front of her, like, on a platter. Like, this was her moment to shine. And she fucking blew it, man. And again, maybe I need to watch the fourteen minute clip. I'm gonna play. I'm, I'm gonna play some audio for you. Can I play the audio for I you? Think, can I finish my little thought though? But I think, like honestly, like she actually did more to harm like women's rights and equality than she did to help it. I mean, like historically, after we have babies, we're always labeled as being emotional, and yes. you, know, you can't say anything in the workplace after having a baby without being like, "Oh, it's just your hormones." And she played right into that. And damn it, like, as a working mom, yes. like, Serena. Okay, I, so I will say this. Everyone's going to blame it. And cool, I know. The, her first penalty, the first thing she brought up was, like, you know, actually, she did really good. That first penalty, she went up to the umpire or whatever and was like, I would never do this. 
I'm not a cheater. Well, that was the thing is he was accusing her of being a cheater. And so she, and also you have to understand the history of her career. So she had, um, she, she played at Indian Springs, Indian Wells, Indian something. Nailed that last one. Yeah. Wells. Wells. Okay. And she played there. And, um, that was when she was playing Venus, playing Venus. And her dad was their coach. They're what, teenagers Yeah, yeah, teenagers. And they were getting accused of cheating. And her dad was fixing the games and telling the girls to throw it, which they weren't. And we now know the way that they play. The way Serena plays, it does look like she's throwing it because what's happening is she's fucking she's beating herself like she's she's literally losing to herself and so when someone's losing to themselves it looks like they're throwing a game but that's like how in her she's so such a psychological player and I feel like for her, the idea of being called a cheater is such a trigger for her because of Indian Wells. And Indian Wells was there was so yeah. much racism laden in that. And she does she's in a sport that's predominantly white, or at least it feels very white. Oh, it is. And I mean when loud. Rolex, Amex, fucking Mercedes Benz, it's like white rich people, white rich people everywhere, everywhere. And I feel like no matter how long she's been in the industry, no matter how much her fans love her. I feel like there's always that like insecurity of racism and 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 uh, and, and, and unfair treatment. So, to be called a cheater, she felt was like a racist thing, and she hadn't gone back to Indian Wells for many, 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 many years. And then, but she walked away. She walked away from that first one, and like honestly, it was like a mic drop moment. She healed that awesome. Like she went up to him, and she's like, "I know you probably don't know, but you know I'm not a cheater. I'd rather lose it." She walked away, and everyone was like, "Get it, girl. You did it." And then she just wouldn't let it go and busting her racket like oh, okay like, so she's a racket buster she's a racket buster and we and we know this i mean she does it in practice and she does it but also this is the issue is john macro threw his racket like at people yeah. you know like a weapon like a like a like a missile and so my issue is is that and well I, I have an article so listen i hear what you're saying and you're saying it's nuts and sean's saying it's nuts i'm saying it's not nuts um but here's the thing is so according to the bbc.com i'm just gonna read this to you Um, So Serena Williams' claims of sexism in the U.S. Open final have been backed by the governing body of women's tennis. So the WTA chief executive, Steve Simmon, said that the umpire showed Williams a different level of tolerance, like in terms of he was he was not tolerant enough. He was too nitpicky over Saturday's outburst. That if she then if she had been a man, she got a code violation for coaching, which apparently they've interviewed her coach, other coaches, other players. They're they're like, I have never in my life seen anyone, any ump call a code violation for coaching. Everyone fucking does it. And mm-hmm. and no one ever gets penalized for it. He's gonna do this in like a, she's already having a tough game. She's she's already lost the first set, you know. Now we're in the second set. Mm-hmm. If she loses this, she's out. And he's calling this bullshit on her, which is not only is 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 it, is it hurting her score and it's it, it, but it's fucking her up mentally. And then also what it's doing is he's calling her a cheater. So she's saying to him, "You owe me an apology out loud with your stupid little microphone and your silly little wheelchair in the sky," you know. Yeah. But with that, then rich man, or like maybe afterwards. But no, I but mean, there like was no after. But there, but there is no after because it's in the game. It's it's like you and and she kept saying to him over and over again, "You owe me an apology." Not only do you owe me a point, you owe me an apology. You need to say to the crowd, "I retract it. It was not cheating." And so anyway, her even her coach said he was coaching, if that's what you want to call it as. And he said, but he doesn't yeah. even think Serena was looking at her, and he gave her a thumbs up. Ooh, coaching. Aren't we all technically coaching her then as fans saying, go Serena, go, go Serena, go. So anyway, so so this is what's happening is she got a code violation for coaching. Then she got a penalty point, okay? So that was just a a verbal warning was the the coaching Mm -hmm. violation. But he announced it, which was basically calling her a cheater. 
Then he gave her a penalty point for a racket abuse. She smashed it on the ground. She shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. And then he gave her a game penalty. He took an entire game away from her. An entire game away from her for calling the umpire. She called him a thief. And, I mean, she, she's not coming back from that mentally. Anyway, so uh, she yeah. said it was sexist to have that game penalized, have that, pen, have that happen. And the WTA believes that there should be no difference in the standards of tolerance provided uh, to the emotions expressed by men versus women. Uh, they said, we do not believe that this was done last night. He also called for coaching to be allowed across the sport. So now they're saying that law, that rule is bullshit because mm-hmm. everyone's doing it anyway. So let's like take it out of the rule book. Basically, you know what it is? It's like if you if you cross the street and you get a ticket for jaywalking, you're like, that's not real. I'm not paying that. You throw in the cop's face. Now you're getting now now you're getting handcuffed, right? Because you threw a ticket that yeah. you shouldn't have had in the first place in a cop's face. Oh, and then you're telling him, hey, stop it. You're a jerk. Well, now you're resisting arrest and being aggressive, and now you're in jail for the rest of your life. Wouldn't you be fucking flipping out? Well, let me let me ask you this though. But like, as far as you know, like women's rights go, like, why does that mean that we have a pass to them, like, to behave down to a men's? Le- I see what you're saying. I, I see what you're saying. We, we should we, we should be teaching men how to behave better. Exactly. Not work. Exactly. We shouldn't be low. Then, well, this is my issue with cougars. When women are like dating like young hot pool boys, yeah. I'm like, no. Absolutely. So what we we we, yeah. we want to mimic the worst behavior of men, which is a mid- midlife crisis, the stereotypical one. Yeah. Like we should actually yeah. like men should stop with the midlife crisis, and we shouldn't be feeding down to that. We should be making them rise up to our behavior. I get it, and I just think I think we're all just everybody was rooting for her. Everybody's rooting for her. You know, like we're all just so emotionally. I just feel she beat herself. And I really honestly feel like the only victim in this is Naomi. I mean, Me too. Well, she was a victim yeah. for sure. But she was a victim of she that was. fucking I mean, like, ump. You I know what, honestly, though, the best, the best thing that could happen in the story is next year Serena comes back and, and fucking kicks ass. Yep, That's I know. That's the only thing that can happen right now. Like, whatever, let's move on. Sorry, that sucks. You know what, girl, next year, get it. Yep. Okay, well, thank you so much for calling, girl. I really appreciate it. See, we (laughs) can disagree and still be friends. So I'm just going to go on with this article because I think that this is so fascinating because there's new developments as the days go on. The head of the United States Tennis Association, which organizes the U.S. Open, said men are, quote, men, quote, are badgering the umpire on the changeovers and nothing happens. We watch the guys do this all the time and she happens to be a woman Katrina Adams she said there's no equality when it comes to what the men are doing to the chair umpires and what the women are doing and I think there has to be some consistency across the board I'm all about gender equality and I think when you look at that situation these are the conversations that will be imposed in the next weeks we have to treat each other fairly and the same those views we shared by B- those views were also shared by BBC tennis presenter Sue Barker who said I've been I've sat Courtside watching men ranting at umpires, and they haven't even been given a violation. So Williams was fined $17,000, uh, which was a code violation, mm-hmm. on top of it all. Yeah. And because um, th- this is why she lost a game and was fined, because she called the widow pretty woody, what a umpy daughter, a liar and a thief. Ooh! If she said, I'm going to cut your motherfucking dick off. Then maybe give her a game loss. She said, you're a liar and you're a thief. You stole a point from me. She called me a thiefy weefy. And he's sitting there not saying anything to her. And then she walks in the court and he's like, game. I'm like, you motherfucker. 
I was flipping out. Anyway, Hannah's mom's here. I apologize for language. Language violation. Uh, anyway, she did earn $1.85 million uh, for reaching the finals. So she got okay. herself a little cash money, money, honey. But anyway, this is, th- this is just outrageous. And there's also like all these stats now about the inequality when it comes to rule following for women versus men. So that's the thing is, I get that we should all try to do better, right? Let men be better, women be better. But men aren't acting better. So why are women held to such a higher standard than men? In the one sport that respects women almost as much as it respects men, why are we now, we have all these discrepancies. So Williams, a 23-time Grand Slam champion, was one of the 10 women punished for code violations at this year's U.S. Open, while 26 men were fined, okay? So I guess that punished and fined, which means, yeah, so... We're going to bring Hannah Burners here. She's our, actually our like tennis expert. She's literally a tennis expert as far as I'm concerned. So I'm sure she has things to say about this. And Hannah, we'll get to your millennial mayhem in a moment. But this mm-hmm. So I had a lot of passion for this. I'm I watched upset. the match intently. I've always looked up to Serena Williams growing up. I did however, I do think she's a diva. She is. And um, she is. we all know that. But watching the match I've played tennis since I was four years old. I've had tons of code violations for myself. I do agree with the concept that when a woman yells, it's a lot, there's a lot lower tolerance than when a man yells. Mm -hmm. But let's be honest, like what you said, a lot more men get code violations because they're more aggressive. McEnroe has been kicked out of a U.S. Open final before. So these are things people have to know. He's a freaking asshole. Yes, he's an asshole. But I feel like a lot of people. He's worse than Serena, right? Because people were comparing. He's worse than Serena. People were saying that Serena's like the female McEnroe. No, 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 no. He like throws stuff at because Serena doesn't lose a lot, but when Serena does lose, she's a shit loser because she's a champion. Yeah, she is a bad and loser. I'm, but I just, she had so much skin in the game for this one. Did you watch the document, the, the HBO yeah, docuseries? Yeah, I did. So the thing th- is, a lot of people that don't know tennis are commenting and commenting on each other, but I want to give like a true tennis perspective okay. on what happened. Okay. So the whole coaching violation, you're not allowed to coach. It's the rule. And if you watch the match, he didn't give a thumbs up. He actually had two of his hands motioned to her to come to net. And she actually did look at him if you watch the replay. And she came to that. So, so, so the, the, what happened was, and the coach admitted. So she's cheating. She did cheat. It's just, it's the ump's discretion. He could ignore it, but I think he saw it really obviously, and he said it. Okay, it's so wait, but here's my question. So her coach, Patrick. He said everyone cheats. He's, but he said, I've, I've done, he said, I always do this. Yeah. And he, I always do no, this. No, no, but you suppo- you're supposed to do it without getting caught. Oh, Every coach does oh, it without okay. getting caught. Okay. So, so, the, so, so when so she said, I'm not cheating, don't call me rest. a cheater. Serena, your coach did coach you. Granted, a lot of coaches do, but they do it very subtly, and she got caught. But what about this idea of jaywalking? Jaywalking is illegal. You know it's also illegal mm-hmm. to give blowjobs in you some can't, states. You can you can't, imagine if you got a fucking arrest for giving a blowjob in your apartment? You can't outwardly cheat. You can't outwardly cheat. There's, Sneaky cheat. There's, I mean, you can't outwardly So coach. tennis is a sport for sneaky people. You can't outwardly got coach. Got it. But they do have, now they have in other tournaments where coaches are allowed to actually come once a set onto the court to coach, but you can't do it throughout. In like the semifinals or in, whatever. In, in other, in not grand slams, coaches can come. But it's true. He coached her and that's against the rules. His argument is, but everyone does it. That's not an argument. I think it is. I think that. If everyone's, I don't like double no, standards. He's if just saying, getting he's to do something. Saying. He thinks that everyone does it, but the point is. Is, it's against the rule. So regardless, okay, if, if she if that happened to her and she just calmed down, she just got a warning. You didn't lose a point. You didn't lose a game. Now let's talk about the racket yes, bash. So the, so the racket bash is where shit got bad. Yeah. There's, she didn't take a game from her. The she rule like is, always ra- the rule does is, that. You gotta, you, the rule is you get a warning. 
Okay. And then if you get another warning, regardless of what it is, it's always a point. And if you get another warning, regardless of what it is, it's always a game. He didn't just like give her a game or give her a point because he felt like it. That's just the rules of code violations. It goes warning, point, game. In my dreams, I will kill this ref. I In know, my the dreams. The guy's a dick, but I don't want but to. Serena and Williams, I'm not threatening his life, the but I would like to. The fact like that the he, ref, he was just to you in, in like a, a, a blank you know what? That's, room, I, I, no I, I'm not know. a murderer. I would definitely, I would, I would, I would flirt with him. Not yeah. that he would be interested, <laughs> oh. but I would flirt with him and I would grab his penis so hard and I would say, "I'm gonna rip your fucking penis off." That's what you would say. Hey, to you're him. kind of turning me on. That's what I would say to him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so, but it's this aggressive. is the deal. He said, "Oh, Serena doesn't know that you, Serena, hundred percent, Serena, Serena knows." First of all, Fuck the French. The fr- fuck the French is what we can agree on. <laughs> fuck oh, hipsters and fuck the French. Yes, queen. Yes. Oh, is that a segue into your... Yeah. No, no, but I'm, just to finish off. Yes. Serena knows. Since you're every single level of juniors, you know if you get a warning, the next thing you fuck up is a point. So when she smashed her racket, that was really bad sportsmanship. It's yes. A, it's against the sport. She knows no, she got I was fired. mad. When I, when I saw that, I was mad at her. And she's been badgering. She was badgering the ref about that cheating thing for, like, games. If you watch the yeah, match, she's talking to him, talking to him, talking to him. She's bringing it up. And finally, you can say, like, that, that's messed up, that's messed up. But when you look at him. But he, you know what makes me mad? Here's what makes me mad. Lil, he's a little pussy bitch. He wa- so she's talking to him. Why didn't he look at her and say, Serena? Stop it, or I'm gonna, or I'm, or I'm gonna take a game away. That he should have talked to her exactly like a little sorority fucking bitch at the lunch table. She's like, "This is my lunch table." She, yeah. well, but he, the thing is, he you know, doesn't have to. He ignored her. He doesn't. And then the second she walks away in his big boy Mikey phone, <laughs> he's like a basically game. And but so I'm the, just I'm saying, just these like, are the rules of tennis. But, but he he doesn't have to warn her. You know, you can't, you can't talk so to tennis ref. is a bitch's game. T- no, tennis is a gentleman's game. Oh, tennis not. Tennis, tennis, it's like golf. It's a country club sport. You can't yell at the um, But even look at look at the NBA. If they, they yell at the ref, who cares if it's LeBron James? You get technical foul. Serena, based, this is a thing that you need to realize. Yeah, but all, Sorry but, 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 but you all these people are saying men. The, 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 no, the, no. The point is, yes, that, that the Serena. The WTA chief executive, a man, is saying this is blatant sexism. There was some sexism sexism involved but the point is is that serena has to know that you can't talk bad to the ref it's like serena was bad and then she's like then it's but they're treating me worse than men but you were still bad you smash your racket if she didn't smash her racket yeah. if she yelled at the ref it would have just been a point penalty and it wouldn't have been a big deal Got but it. do you know why she did this, this but is people just were it. saying this is just but people were saying real quick before we yeah. ended then yeah. people were saying yeah her behavior is not great i know this we all know that she's an emotional there's a higher tolerance player. for men Yes, there is. But, but she but, but, shouldn't but have done that. The thing is that people are saying these calls are unheard of at a Grand Slam. Literally. It's like it, there, it, there's too much stake, too much at stake yeah. to, like, to be like a rule follower. And he was throwing the book at her so hard when so many umps in the past, especially with men, do not throw the but book. But as a champion, my advice is when she got the coaching violation because she did get coached instead of turning it on him I'm a mother shut the fuck up get your head together and play professionally because she used that to get in Osaka's head I'm telling you guys right now I'm a tennis player I know what's going on she lost the first set and was down like two three two four she knew that if she freaked out it would throw off Osaka really and this whole explosion was going to change momentum she purposely made it all about herself but Osaka was way too mentally strong to get distracted by it, and it didn't work. They want you to cry like a little bitch baby at the end. 
Because people were booing her in her big. They were oh, she, they no. she cried because Serena took the whole moment she's from her. A, but during it, she was a professional. How old is she? Twenty years old. She's twenty years old. Serena purposely had that whole freak out. So you think to Serena completely manipulated the situation? hundred percent. Really? I, I, I think you're giving her a little too much credit. I think Serena was losing and had no control over the game and took an opportunity to create an excuse Ex- for herself. Exactly, as well. but also I try don't. to after cut watching momentum. her documentary, I think Serena. First of all, I also this is me talking. Serena I'm not a mom. Not that yeah. I'm not strong. a mom. But this is me talking for my friends, all my mom, my friends who are our moms. Mm-hmm. It is harder. It is. Once you, at post having a baby, shit is harder. You are more hormonal. You are more emotional. And she is like, she should have had some sort of ranking protection. She literally came back into this game that she was number one when she got pregnant. Number mm-hmm. one at mm-hmm. the Australian Open. Mm-hmm. And she was like literally bottom of the barrel, clawing her way to the top. And the fact of the matter is, is that's not having maternity leave. And that's a fucking issue in this sport. The only sport that actually represents women's w- women players almost, almost as equally as men. And so it is about sexism and she's going to use this as a platform to get maternity leave for female players because they should Good. be able to go have children come back and not, not be treated like people yeah. who failed a drug test and are being punished for a year. But yes. you, but you so, achieved that by smashing your racket on the ground no, and getting that's, and I do think at the end of a 20 year old girl who won the, the whole like, I'm a mother, I don't cheat. Bitch, you cheated and who cares if you're a mother or not, don't cheat. <sighs> I mean, I understand the feeling. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, for all the articles, for all the articles that say, like, that stuff, I agree, as a feminist, I 100% agree that I've smashed my racket and got an immediate co-violation without a warning just because I'm a woman and guys smash their racket all the time, so I 100% agree with that. So you're saying there is sexism I 100% agree with that, but I don't think that Serena was wrong. She, she, I do think that they were, he was harsher to her, but at the end of the day, her whole freakout could have not happened if she just didn't break her racket and was calm after the warning he gave her. She turned it into this whole thing to try to distract Osaka, and Osaka didn't get distracted. That's what happened. That's that's my tennis opinion. opinion. In my tennis opinion, after playing my whole life, 15 plus years, this is what I think. What about your whole life as not being a mom? Yeah, you oh, know about um, that. I know, but there's a lot of articles that's like, don't throw the mom card in. Like, I agree don't with throw that. The and there's articles the that card. say on Facebook that say throw the mom card yeah, in. Yeah, you know what? Facebook is super. Facebook th- says, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> there is on Serena Williams is the number one dot com. It says that. <laughs> listen, when whatever. I was, when the WTA backs Serena and these sexism claims, you got to take it seriously. I do you agree know, with Taylor, the sexism when claims. When I was like I ten, do. I took three lessons <laughs> of tennis and then quit. So I just want to interject here and tell you. That Serena looks bad in this situation. I also want to say that I... Um, I never actually, did this in my I career. I took tennis lessons, yeah. and I actually, unlike you, didn't fucking quit. Yeah. And I played uh, singles for a few years straight. You really Whoa! did not to brag. Get out of town. And it's really fucking hard mentally, and that's the hardest part of the game. Oh, it's really real. hard. You gotta and stay strong. Why do you think I'm a psychopath? And everyone knows how... talk about that? <laughs> and you know what? When, after you have a baby, you yeah. are a little mentally weak, Don't I'm use sure. it as an excuse. Fine. Don't. Serena. Like, I'm talking to Serena. The, the other you. girl's 20. Her brain's not even fully formed yet. Oh, yes, it True. is. No. Yeah, 26. She can't even drink yet. This girl doesn't know anything about the world. <laughs> Her brain is at Also, let's seat. not forget that Serena did get called in a foot fault a couple years ago and told an, uh, an umpire that she's going to shove a ball down her throat because yeah. she called a foot fault Actually, on that's her. that's something Taylor wow. Foot faults so are real. She, well, she, like, this is a classic thing she does Hashtag. when she's losing. Hashtag yeah. foot faults are real, Taylor. You hear that? Foot and Serena also real. goes, every time I go to this tournament, shit happens. Serena, you've won this tournament like seven times. Shut the it doesn't always up. happen. Sorry, I'm passionate about this. The thing I think that bothers me the most, honestly, is Serena at this point in your life. Obviously, she be more... you hate moms. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hate, 
<laughs> my mom's actually here today. Yeah, I love my mom. Literally, it is mom. No, I'm doing what people do that, that I hate. No, on Facebook, no. people are gonna be like that millennial whore. She has no idea. Well, actually, luckily we have a brave mother calling in, talking about Serena's emotional state. Okay. I'm assuming this woman is a mother, and she might yell at me and say, "How dare you use that as an excuse for her bad behavior?" Let's go to Martha in New Jersey. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey, hey. Uh... Hey, everyone. Hey, everyone. Sorry, it got heated. Hey, Hannah's mom. Hey, that's really. Actually, I was the crazy one who called in February that was pregnant, and my son is about the same age as Serena's daughter. Okay, amazing. So I can completely uh, understand with, I completely can understand Serena's viewpoint because you are still very crazy. Um, Your emotions are kind of all over the place and she's already out uh, of control actually, as a player i think serena's I'm argument was actually i'm a mother i wouldn't cheat not i'm a mother uh, i'm freaking out you want to slow your roll there well, kiddo that's <laughs> true, but, but, but in serena's defense your emotions are still heightened um i know that postpartum depression often comes back at around six months yes uh that's typically when a baby starts to start solids a lot of women return to work so um, her emotions could be higher and heightened. Yes. Uh, so in, a, in Serena's defense, uh, I definitely think that uh, her emotions from, I guess, the postpartum depression that she is facing that could uh, contribute you know in her okay. reaction. Yes. And I'm so happy you brought this up because this is what I was trying to say but didn't say. And, and Hannah's, Hannah's yeah. dead right. And Hannah does play tennis and she knows the rules for real. And you do, like, I'm totally just teasing her and putting her in a terrible position <laughs> because it's just fun and it's so easy. But no, but she's, she's, she's like, according to the rule book and according to, like, player's code, Hannah is a, a thousand percent right. And yes, we know that Serena is an emotional player. But this is what I, this is exactly what I was thinking. As a woman who I don't have, I've never had kids. I don't know what postpartum feels like. Mm-hmm. But I have a lot of friends who have gone through through the emotional roller coaster that is and watching yeah. that HBO special what it triggered to me and and like the 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 hole in my heart that it created for Serena was like okay yeah she's a passionate player everyone in the industry knows how passionate she is yeah. and she kind of gets like she even said like she she told her coach when they were um when they were practicing um bite my black ass is what she said to him she's a perfectionist <laughs> yeah like, but she's crazy and that's what makes her but so she great. said she goes oh there I go my black girl temper's coming out she said that yeah. she said that so yeah, it, she has a temper but it's known that Serena has a temper and she smashes rackets yeah. during practice because she's so fucking hard on herself not that I'm saying that's okay and not that even Serena Serena herself think that that, thinks that that is an okay way to behave, right? But yeah. she's very impassioned. Right. But I, what, the, what the message that was sent to me during the HBO special was, I am fighting for all moms, working moms, coming back to work. It is difficult. I had no idea how hard this was going to be. Mm-hmm. I really thought I was going to bounce back. Yeah. Yeah. This is such a bigger struggle than I ever realized. And I think she's looking, really to, and yeah. I think she's looking to the tennis industry, which again, let me repeat myself, is one of the only sporting events that actually does respect women almost as much men as men. Men and women get paid equally in Grand Slams. So I think that she's hoping that they, I think this is like a political platform now. She's looking to set precedences about sexism, about maternity leave, all of the above. I think all these positives are coming from it, but you have to understand what actually happened. The facts was that the guy accused her of coaching and she goes, I'm a mother, I wouldn't cheat. I get it. But you're saying she cheated. But here's my thing. Okay. And I get that. She wasn't saying I'm a mother. That's why I'm freaking out. Fine. 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 So, so let's say that. So I'm a mother. I wouldn't cheat. That's a bullshit card to pull. That's a 
and that okay? was the only and mother saying, card she pulled. She was cheating. Everyone's saying, well, we all do it. And you're saying, well, no, that's it's not the case. still against the rules. Whatever. I think the guy threw the book at her, but fine, he, fine. He fine, did. He did fine, throw the book at fine, her. Fine. Whatever. But don't break your racket. Fine, fine. Don't break your racket. So she deserved to lose that point. Where I'm upset is where he threw that, where he took a game away from her, okay? I know it was yeah. her third violation. Yeah. But she said. If she hadn't cracked a racket, it would have been a But she was badgering him, which a lot of men players yeah. do, and they don't get but, no, games no. taken a away. A lot of the time, men badger them, and they get a warning, and then they stop. Let me finish. Yeah. Here's my thing. We all know how emotional Serena can be, right? Yeah. We all know that. You don't think that ump knows that? Of course he fucking knows it, okay? So if that was a female umpire who had had a baby, maybe she would have been like, I'm letting it fucking go. Yeah. I'm going to let the badgering go because she is being cray-cray mommy style. She is going to lose this game. And I called her for cheating, which you know what? Maybe it's throwing the book at her, but she fucking yeah. deserved it. She did the racket thing. You know what? She deserved to lose yeah. a point too. But I'm going to ignore the badgering. The way he was ignoring it until he had the microphone in front of her face and she was walked away from him. But I feel like if that was a female umpire who had experience with having children, yeah. maybe she would have taken an entire game away in the fucking most important set of the entire match. <laughs> That's all but, I'm saying. But, and I think for that, he's, I think for that, he is a, an emotionally yeah. disconnected, apathetic, doesn't fucking understand women, ass wipe, face, head, dick bag, and I hate him forever. Wait, do you like him? I love him. <laughs> I just love him. Taylor, I think you're tripping right now. If you were that judge, you're, you're if no, you were the umpire, you're tripping. And, no. and, and, and Serena's pointing and yelling thief, at you for four games. You'd be like, bitch, get Tay, out of here. After uh-uh. he, you're done. No. You're not and playing I, here again. And, and I think that that's where the issue, and that's why the WTA, okay, that's what the WTA is agreeing Why never, is the WTA supporting her claims of sexism if the ump no, is right? It is, it is true that I think the idea is that she d- could have said something worse, but he used his discretion. But you said it. Your one thing that is a fact is when she got called in the football and yelled and got a code violation. That was a female ref. It's true. The point of giving a, a warning or code violation is so y- the player stops yelling at you. And after she did that, after he did that to her, she stopped yelling at him. Well, guess what? If he had to push a baby out of his fucking butthole, I bet he wouldn't be such <laughs> a little wouldn't. wimp when it comes to be called <laughs> a thief. And I'm just saying, I was grown on, in tennis, it's all about sportsmanship. Don't throw your racket, don't curse at people, just focus on winning. If she hadn't broke her racket and she yelled at him, it would have just been a point and it wouldn't have been My a big issue deal. is with the game that he gave away. And because I'm she saying was it wouldn't quote, have been a game him. if she didn't throw a racket because that, that she was on her third. I'm a just lot saying, of men have, 26 men to 10 women got got warnings for yelling at the ref and it's because if they if you do it first you just get a warning and then you stop yelling i just think we have to have a little bit of like we uh, um, empathy for um recently yeah. delivered moms I, being maybe thing, emotional one thing that i agree with you on is that women are seen as caretakers women are not seen as aggressive or competitive those are male things so when a woman is aggressive and competitive or says fuck or fights for something but she didn't even no, no i'm saying that men she's being competitive and aggressive towards him. That's a male quality. So when men do it, they don't see it as crazy. Right. But when women do it, they see it as crazy. That's and that's what I agree with. Right. Because that's why sometimes I like to say fuck because women are not supposed to say it. But I, like I say it all the time. I say it because it's like, <laughs> Taylor who does gives say a shit? It. Martha laughed. Sorry. Oh, hey, Martha. <laughs> Martha, I forgot <laughs> you were there. I heard it a time you know what? I actually don't like that word. I think fuck? it's very crass and uh-huh. I I try very hard not to use it. No, you it. only use hey, it when you have to. shut the fuck up. I'm a lady. I'm a fucking lady. Sorry, Mom. See, here's my problem is, and I don't mean that like Serena is too old for this. She was too old for this a long, long time ago. She's about to turn 37 years old. 37. And there's this 20 year old girl who's, this is the greatest moment of her life. And as oh, whatever, she'll is, have many more. No, to this point, this is Naomi Osaka's by far. She may never win another Grand Slam. We don't know. People come on the scene and then never do it again. 
Serena had an opportunity to well, pass. Well, if Ump, if Ump Sir favors a lot on the court with her, no, then she'll already, be fine. No, she was already swirling down that toilet bowl. She wasn't winning this. Tur- she wasn't winning the tournament. Thank you, so Sean. She took an opportunity to make it about herself. No, and ruin a she beautiful an moment for Naomi Osaka to, yeah. to she pass took an the opportunity. Torch. I believe. Believe what you want. I believe she took an opportunity because she's been doing this now. With, you can. It's documented. She was taking an opportunity to fight for women's rights, to fight for maternity leave rights. Well, in now a sporting she is. Event. After making a fool of herself, she's using it in a positive way. Now Naomi Osaka was a class fucking act. Class she's 20 years old. Act. Oh, blah, blah, blah. years old. You say you're and from she... Japan and you're American. <laughs> you're a traitor. She is she she's American. She is American. The girl she can't say shit. Drink. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about lying and cheating. Oh, oh, my name's Naomi Osaka. I was raised in Hawaii, but I'm going to say I'm Japanese. Why are you not wanting okay. to represent the country Wait, you're from? Wait, do you think she wrote her own wiki page? She's not saying it. She's just playing tennis. Oh, oh my God. Wait, Sean. So she she doesn't know that that she represents Japan when she's playing. That's so crazy. I you was like, Sean, we should call her and tell her. I think she is Are a you? Japanese citizen. Yo. I don't think she gets to be. In yeah, she, she's like she like dual citizenship. Oh, she got like that? that. Yo, leave, oh, the, Japanese leave the Japanese out of it. Leave the Japanese out of it. Her dad is actually Haitian. Yeah. This girl is like the next no, thing. She's this is she's not American. Honestly, she's not American. If no. I was if I was she's twenty and Serena Williams she was American, she was she was raised in America since she was three. So she's she's American. That's because so she has. She's representing Japan to whatever bullshit. Why? Because she's what, trying to get a competitive edge. She no. She's <laughs> trying to get like good sponsorships and represent your oh, home country. Okay. Yeah. Home country that she wasn't raised in. That she wasn't raised. Sweet, sweet, her, sweet, sweet, her sweet. Genetic. Too sweet. Yeah. Too sweet. Um, sweet. But I think we came to. I think we're agreeing that. Yeah, I think we agree that I hate both of you. (laughs) I'm sorry to Hannah's mom that you came in in such an impassioned day. Everybody leave the studio. I would like to hang out with the listeners for the rest of the show. Bye. JK, JK. Oh, hi, Martha. Hi, Martha. (laughs) As as a new mom, I have to say hallelujah. Thank you. I'm on your side 100%. I'm on your side. (laughs) I'm on the side of women and hormones. And mom. And mom. Okay, that 20-year-old has hormones. She's not the kind, Hannah. I'm telling you. I'm, this is me helping you. Do you do, 20-year-olds don't have the kind of hormones that women who just had babies have. I'm not fighting with uh, you on this anymore. Right, mom? Uh, Hannah's I, mom is laughing, gonna, which means yes. I just <laughs> yeah, looked it up. Sean, Na- you're Na- literally I'm back in. Naomi Osaka is an American citizen as well. She's a fraud. I'm back on your ah! side, too. <laughs> This girl. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Serena no. is? Serena is a patriot. Serena's She's like, I'm patriot. a mom, so I can't control my emotions. That's not it. No, no that's like no. literally First it. Of all, that's like the whole point. Moms are the strongest people in the world. Yeah, they are. And they also need a little bit of help from my friends. She got the finals yeah, of the final. Babies. Just give them a fucking second. They're under a lot of pressure. <laughs> and if they have to go into the crying room or the breastfeeding room and cry, so be it. Do it. She should take a bathroom break, got her shit together, came back Thank instead you. of cracking Thank a racket. You, you want to hear something that's sweet and also is going to break your heart? What? When this girl was three years old, she did a report on Serena friggin' Williams. Uh-huh. This is her hero. Well, and she gets it. an opportunity Not to play anymore. her in the U.S. Open final. <laughs> you know what Not Serena anymore. does? She makes it all about herself. She breaks a racket. I, 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 fine. You guys, you guys say Serena makes it about herself. I believe she was fighting for a bigger thing. I think she's fighting for working moms. And you know what? As a, as a person who pr- plans to be a working mother, yeah, yeah. who has friends who are working moms, hates, hates I'm going children, to have to way, be on the side of Serena Williams on yeah, this one. I agree okay, but, with those issues. Also, she's fighting she a white up. French man. Hello, is there any better uh, nemesis? Like the is- other girl was black too. No, she wasn't fighting her. She no. was fighting the ump. She was sure. fighting the ump, and she did give her a hug at the end. She wasn't. She didn't throw a rocket, Mac and Rose style, her at the end. 
She wasn't. She wasn't being. I mean, I know as a player, you're like she was mind fucking her. Mm. They all mind fuck each other, yeah, whatever. They yeah, they do, and that was one of her methods. Interesting. Hey, girl. Hey, I just want to take a quick second to talk about one of our newest sponsors. I'm so excited. Have you heard of Care of Vitamins? Yes, they're awesome. So Care of is a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamins and supplement packets right to your door. Here's the thing. You've got to go on and take a quiz. And of course, when I hear quiz, I'm like, oh my God, I'm not in school. Don't make me take a quiz. But it's actually very cute and very fun. And I learned so much about myself. It really blew me away. So the quiz really is fun. I know that sounds crazy. It's like quizzes are fun. It is. It's really cute. And it asks you all about like your diet, your health goals, lifestyle choices, things like that. It really only takes like five minutes. And then it helps you figure out what kind of vitamins and supplements you actually need in your life. And as we all know, I love myself my wine. And it, like specifically, I guess I somehow went down a path that led me to this question, but I asked about wine and I was honest about it. Be honest about like your intake of everything. So because I love wine so much, I need some magnesium in my life. And there's a lot of properties of magnesium that actually help kind of, uh, what's the word? Flip it in reverse at the effects that I'm putting on my body for drinking so much wine. I mean, I obviously have to cut down on the wine still too to be healthy, but it's nice to know that there's something out there that I can kind of put in my body to, you know, help it chug along with my wine love. But I thought that was really cool. Anyway, the other thing that I love is that your vitamins get delivered right to your door. Love that. Easy peasy. In personalized, easy to remember daily pack. So it's like you can turn your brain off, open the pack, and just put the vitamins in your mouth. And they're really perfect for people who are on the go, which I totally am. And also, I love this. Your monthly subscription box can be easily modified at any time. Care of is awesome because it sets you towards great realistic health goals. Also, it's the quiz is easy and fun and you learn a lot about yourself and how you live from the quiz alone. That alone is reason to take the quiz. And now in your life, you have supplements and vitamins that actually are going to make you and your body better. Who can say no to that? And this is fantastic. Care of puts honesty first, providing all the research that supports each of the recommendations backed by a scientific advisory board. So you know you're good. Anyway, for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit TakeCareOf.com and enter promo code TOT, that's T-O-T, again, for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, visit TakeCareOf.com and enter promo code T-O-T, TOT, yeah, like Taste of Taylor. Now, back to the podcast. Ah. Uh, I told you things got heated. And the craziest thing was Hannah's mom was actually here. Just like, you know, take your mom to work day. The huge for millennials. And she, I'm like swearing at her daughter and berating her daughter in front of her. I've never felt like a more shit human being in my entire life. But that, that is, that's a Taylor Strecker I don't see very often anymore. I mean, I'm definitely passionate and, but this, that, like that level, that level of passion Whoo, blind passion and blind loyalty to Serena Williams that I have. And I guess I'm like right now the biggest champions of working moms. I was like, I mean, it's crazy. It's like, I don't have a child and I'm not a working mom, but I just so feel for y'all. So anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that as much as we enjoyed fighting with each other over it. And yeah, that's it for this week's episode of Taste of Taylor. Make sure to share it with your friends uh, and family. Make sure to... 
subscribe to it, rate it, like it. Do you even like it? Write a review. Do all the things that you can do to help me get those numbers, chica. And a big, huge thank you to both Sean, of course, my lovely Monday co-host, and Hannah Burner for joining me. So follow Sean at Radio Sean Ryan. He also has a podcast himself. Check it out. It's called Hold Up, Hold Up. It's awesome. It's about like TV and movies. If you love TV and movies, he goes back and he checks out to see if the movies and TV shows actually hold up in today's society. And also check out Hannah Burner on her social media. It's at Being Burns. And also Hannah does some great work with Betches. So check out Betches too at Betches. Anyway, have a great one. And I'll be back here next week with another Taste of Taylor. Bye, guys. Hey, girl. Hey, did you love this taste of me? Want more? Then make sure to go to taylorstrecker.com to subscribe to The Taylor Strecker Show for hours and hours of me entertaining your ass. Content with this nibble? Well, then I'll see you next Wednesday and make sure to subscribe to The Taste of Taylor podcast and follow me on social media at Taylor Strecker.